Well, hello and welcome to Grass-Fed and Grace-Sled. I'm Maddie Rose, and today I thought it would be neat to talk a little bit about um, some tips and advice for those of you who want to homestead, but you don't have a homestead and you don't have land to homestead on. This is one of the more common questions I get and the more common questions I see in the groups and forums that I'm in. And um, of course, you know, for this podcast, I don't want to spend all of my time in episodes talking about farming and homesteading. Um, I do hope to cover more than that, so if this isn't really kind of an area that you're super interested in, uh, don't abandon us now. Um, Stay tuned, stay around, but hey, you might learn a little bit, and maybe you'll even be encouraged by this episode, because I'm not going to recommend that you buy a dairy cow and learn how to milk it for yourself. Um, But for those of you who are interested in homesteading one day, maybe that will be you, maybe you're heart's desire is to have a dairy cow. So um, this might just be a stepping stone on your way to that dream of having your own um, homegrown butter. But for those of you who are not in a place or maybe won't be in a place, um, this episode is for you. So um, One of the major tips that I would give to people who are wanting to live the homestead life or aspire to it or admire it but don't have the space or availability to do that is to learn a couple techniques that really, or skills I should say, that you use on the homestead but you don't need to be on a homestead to use. Now, one of those would be um, preserving or canning food. So you don't need a homestead to learn how to preserve and can food. And included in that would be um, getting food to can and preserve, obviously. So you could buy that from the store in bulk and do it that way. But I would recommend, if at all possible, to buy from local farmers markets, uh, local farm stores, you pick orchards where you can go and get strawberries and blueberries, peaches, apples, uh, what have you. There's a lot of those type of agritourism type locations um, around the states where you can do that, um, or farmer's markets, like I said. Many of those kind of have popped up around, and so it shouldn't be too difficult to find that. Another awesome way, if you have a yard or a patio, um, or maybe even a community garden, would be to garden learn how to grow your own food, even on a small scale. Um, You could even get by possibly with growing some food in your own home on a windowsill or under a grow light, Uh, maybe some lettuce or herbs. Um, I'll be honest, I haven't had great luck with that only because I really haven't tried very hard. I know people who do it rather successfully, but um, I just prefer planting outside because I have a tendency to kill things when they're inside. Although I do have a growing uh, number of house plants, but I've also killed a lot of my house plants. So um, that just means I've had a lot of house plants because the ones that I do have left are the survivors. And I have gotten better at that, but um, I certainly don't have a green thumb, especially when it's solely up to me to keep things alive. At least when they're outside, they stand a chance. So um, yeah, 
gardening, um, patio gardening, container gardening. These are some things that you can look into doing if all you have is a patio in an apartment. But if you have a yard, um, you certainly have a little bit more sway there on what you could grow in your own yard. And that is a growing um, trend among um, homeowners and possibly even renters if you rent property you might be able to get away with gardening as well you would want to look maybe into container gardening if your landlord isn't into you tilling the ground itself uh, you could grow things in pots or grow bags which are pretty affordable or raised garden beds um, there's certainly some workarounds there now you might not be able to grow your entire year supply of food but honestly, a lot of us homesteaders don't do that. Like, that's kind of a little secret we have. Now, there are many of them who do, or at least very close to it, but um, don't put that burden on yourself, especially if you don't have a lot of land to work with. Uh, just focus on learning how to garden because honestly, it takes a lot of trial and error. And at least that's my experience. I learned through trial and error and it takes a few years and a few growing seasons in your locale to learn what works for you, what you can grow, um, and then how to use what you've grown, which comes back to canning and preserving and cooking. And so learning how to preserve and store the food that you've grown at the right time, that is something that I have not been great at because I'll finally get to the point where I can actually grow something and it doesn't die or get killed off or eaten by my goats and then I don't know what to do with it because I have so much. So then preserving and canning um, and cooking with that food of course becomes really handy. You know one year I planted, I got a little overzealous and I planted like 12 cucumber seeds and they all grew and we were like swimming in cucumbers and there's just only so many pickles you can make or sliced cucumbers you can do and uh, it, we got a little overwhelmed with cucumbers there for a minute so maybe don't plant um, 12 cucumber seeds in your garden <laughs> maybe do two or three um, that should be plenty as long as they all grow, of course. But all that to say, um, preserving and canning is a great skill um, in addition to learning to grow your own food if at all possible, or at least source, source locally grown food if at all possible. And canning and preserving is a skill that I did not have to start with, and I wish that I did because I've only recently started learning how to do that, and I was pretty overwhelmed um, by that. You know, I just didn't know how to do it I knew I wanted to do it, but I didn't know how to do it, and it's just one of those things that I was easily overwhelmed by. Maybe you're a little bit more brave than I am, and you take things on a lot easier than I do. Uh, my forte is certainly animals, uh, not so much growing things and preserving them or baking uh, bread and things like that. It's, it's taken me a lot of time to... Um, build up the courage, I guess you could say, to try some of these things. And when then I when I finally did, it was kinda of, I felt kinda of ridiculous for waiting so long to try to do some of this stuff. So certainly if you uh don't have land for a homestead, grow your own food if you can, buy locally sourced food at farmers markets as well, or if you can't grow your own food, um a bit of both is perfectly fine. 
and then learning to preserve food, um, can your own food, um, things like that, uh, really will go a long way. So if you ever look to having your own homestead, that would be a skill that you would already have in your pocket when it really comes down to go time. And it's just a neat skill to have, period. I think, you know, during the COVID lockdowns, a lot of people kind of went back to uh, the basics, so to speak, and really wanted to learn how to can. And, you know, I know a lot of people get into this kind of lifestyle, maybe out of fear of like what could happen. There was a big push for like preppers and stuff like that. And, you know, I don't live in fear. I certainly believe that God is in control, but I do think we can be wise with how we get our food. We can be good stewards of the land and earth that God has given us and of our bodies and our time. And it's just a very rewarding experience to um, make your own food, grow your own food if you can, and learn how to make food with what's grown. That's another thing. You know, growing up with home-cooked meals, was great. I had a lot of that, but what we didn't do is we didn't garden. So I didn't know, or at least I wasn't exposed to making food with what was coming up on in season and in the garden. And so that's been kind of another learning curve for me has been learning how to cook food with the stuff that I'm actually growing when it's ripe and when it's ready and kind of learning how to make food seasonally is another thing. I think we're very spoiled with what we have in the supermarkets, and by all means, we can continue to do those things, but I I do think it it comes in handy to learn how to make food with what is locally available in the season that it's available, and learn those skills as well, and when push comes to shove, um, if you're in a bind or something, you'll have those skills available and that expertise and knowledge available to make food when you need to, if you need to, a certain way. And it can also be a lot more affordable and sustainable and healthy um, to eat food when it's in its right season. So, yes, um, farmer's markets, gardening, preserving, canning, baking from scratch, if at all possible, for certain foods, by all means. Some foods are just much easier to buy when they've already been processed, um, you know, certain nuts and things like that would be much harder. Like we don't have our own, um, peanut farm or hick or walnut trees or anything like that. Uh, we do have some nut trees actually, but they, we hardly get any nuts from them. Um, the squirrels seem to get those first. Um, but anyways, there are certainly things that you can and should buy from the store or whatever from someone who knows what they're doing. But there's a lot of things that we have taken for granted that we buy, uh, commercial and uh, processed or, you know, what have you. So, um, yeah, that's some of my biggest advice would be if you're really wanting to homestead but you don't have a homestead yet, really kind of get your, your mind and your skills around food and, um, produce and storing and sourcing and growing if at all possible and then additionally to that some of you might be able to have backyard chickens which I could do a podcast on certainly that is one of the ways that I got started into this whole thing is I got some backyard chickens 
and it kind of grew from there. Um, but not many uh, people can have backyard chickens, at least in the cities. It kind of depends on your city. Some outlaw or maybe your neighborhood or HOA doesn't allow you to have chickens in your backyard or you don't have a backyard. But if you do, um, having your own backyard chickens is a great way to get started. There's a lot of neat learning experiences you get from that. Um, and I will, I will do a separate episode on getting started with chickens. Um, if you cannot have chickens, however, you can probably very easily find somebody who does have chickens and you can get your eggs from them or a local farm would be another alternative. Usually you can find those at farmer's markets as well or co-ops and that's a great thing to do if you're trying to get eggs. The same goes for meat. They're often, um, but not always, local farms that will raise um, meat more um, or usually organically or at least naturally than you might find through the stores and that's a great great way um, another thing that could be uh, something that you might be interested in would be like fishing or hunting if you have any outdoors people in your home that would be interested in that that's a great way to get meat um, would be fishing and hunting for sure if that is possible for you um, and then you know, honestly, beyond that, uh, you could get some experience by volunteering at local farms or taking classes like beekeeping classes and stuff like that. There's often places that hold those. You might find out more information like that through like a feed store or a farmer's market, maybe 4-H, um, like county fairs. Sometimes you can find stuff like that. Um, Facebook probably you could find if you're in like a poultry swap group or, or local farm and gardening group um, and different things like that. So there's other ways that you can learn. You can take classes, gardening classes, compost classes, things like that. Um, stuff you just didn't even imagine ever thinking about like raising worms and things like that for your compost. I mean, it just kind of literally it's like opening a can of worms and just kind of keeps going and and you keep learning, and there's just a vast amount of knowledge to gain, and so certainly don't wait until you have the land homestead if that is your dream. There's a lot of stuff that you can get on top of ahead of time, and you will be far and above um, the game when you get rocking and rolling and building fences, because that's what you do when you have a homestead, is you build fences. And then you move fences, and then you build more fences, and then you repair fences, and there's just a lot of fencing involved, um, in particular if you have animals, or you're trying to keep the deer out of your garden, or whatever. So those, um, I would say, are my initial tips for those who are homesteadless homesteaders. And um, I really look forward to having more episodes on this topic. Certainly won't be every episode, um, by all means, I'd love to cover a vast array of topics and invite, you know, some interesting guests and maybe even talk some of my friends to co-hosting this podcast with me at some point. But um, I really hope that you have a blessed day and thank you for listening.